0: I remember the last year that Advent was my favorite season. I don't quite remember how old I was, but I remember images, and so I must have been nine or ten. Friends of mine at school had Advent calendars. Our household just called it Christmas time. We didn't know what that was, and I didn't know what an Advent calendar was, but I heard that language a lot, and I just remember hearing that language at Christmas time. That year, the people in my household walked across the street to this brush patch and cut down a tree out of that brush patch and brought it inside and stood it up in our living room. And I remember looking at it and thinking, that does not look at all like a Christmas tree. They kept calling it a scrub tree, and I didn't know what a scrub tree was, but I thought, okay, let's do something with it. At school, I had made rings of construction paper linked together, and I thought, let's wrap this around this scrub tree that I kid you not... The next day, most of the leaves fell off of it. And it was not needles, it was leaves off of this tree. But Once we got the construction paper, decorations wrapped around it, I used to sit in the living room after school by myself and just sit there and read or do whatever I did when I was 9 or 10 years old looking at this Christmas tree. And I remember feeling something. I didn't know what it was, feeling something that probably now I would look at and say, that was a really peaceful time, sitting there by myself before people started coming into the household. And I was just by myself there with this scrub tree in the living room of, what I look back on now and see was kind of an old barn converted into a house, but it was really a special time. It was also the age when I realized that the future was a thing. Because when you're a child, you know you hear people talking about the future, but you don't really have an abstract concept like that when you're little. But that age was when I realized Oh, there's more to this than this. There's more to come. There's something to look forward to. And that brought with it its own kind of peace. Let's pray together. God, we thank you for welcoming us into this day. And we pray for a measure of your peace. In the name of Jesus. In those days, John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness of Judea proclaiming, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. Repent and be baptized. Now, repentance and baptism is more than a single act. It is a lifestyle of repentance. And to turn to God is nothing if not a series of restarts, starting over, remembering where your life finds its greatest importance. And I've been thinking, with so much preparation going on this month, Take a moment, just right now in the middle of this worship service, to ask yourself what you are doing to prepare your heart. This second Sunday of Advent, this day when we share true peace, this peace that passes understanding that we only know in Christ... The second Sunday of Advent is a reminder to participate in what is already here, but to know that there is still more to come. It's yet another restart where we, together, on this very morning, remember where our life together is as the body of Christ and where we find our greatest importance. It is in this act of worship, right now, where we turn to God together. And we say, together, we turn to God Today is a day to repent. Today is a day to turn to God. When the world with all of its distractions and worries is trying so hard to get your attention. And when the world with all of its distractions and worries doesn't really have to try that hard to get your attention. Today is a reminder to turn to God. To come back to the promises that truly mean something. And I think that it's important to reframe this whole nature of repentance, especially on this day when this is a day of peace. It's important to reframe this repentance business when many of us may have grown up thinking of repentance as coupled with the foreboding phrase, or else. Repent or else. But for those of us who are supposed to be spending our lives in Jesus with a peace that passes understanding, does it make sense to camp out and repent or else? Repentance does not have to be a threat, because for those of us who are in Christ, it's rather a refreshing relief. Of peace. Because after all, what is repentance if not a turning to God, the source of our peace? That's not all. There's more to come. Oh, there's still so much more to come. Like last Sunday, our Sunday of hope, as we began Advent together, this Sunday of peace is about looking to the future. What do you know about the peace that comes with repentance? How often have you heard repentance coupled with peace? You ever thought about that? And I'm wondering, if not, why not? Isn't that supposed to be one of our main stories? Isn't our main witness as the church of Jesus the story that we invite people into, supposed to be, repent and come know the peace of Jesus Christ, the peace that passes understanding. What if the church around the world is known as a place of peace? If today and this season is about looking ahead to the future, why not say out loud, that our future must include a clear invitation to the world to turn to God, but not out of threat, but rather as a clear expression of peace. And that's why now Advent is again my favorite time of the year. There were many years between nine or ten, and now, where this was my least favorite time of the year. And I don't know, maybe that's where you are now. I know that for many people, this season is one to just get through. If that's the case for you, and if it is, believe me, lots of people have been there, Lots of us have been there and lots of us are there right now. But what if today, what if Advent can be a time of preparation? Not of where we are now, but on what is still to come. Think about John the baptizer out in the wilderness. The story we heard right before the sermon from Matthew 3. John invited people to do one primary thing as an act of turning to God. you know what it was? To prepare. Prepare, to arrange, to get ready. How much preparation are you doing this season? I mean, just not, not even like church stuff, but just go through your day. Think about your calendar. How much preparation are you doing? right now as a part of this season. You're preparing your schedule. You know, it feels like every day I'm writing something on the calendar, on the refrigerator that's coming up. Preparing your house, construction paper decorations, parties, dinners. December is about a whole lot of preparation. But what about your heart, your mind? Your soul, what are you doing to prepare your heart this month? So how about this? Allow your heart to be at peace today. Picture along with that old prophet Isaiah who says that it will not be long before a wolf lives with a lamb. And a leopard lies down with a goat, and they both sleep in peace. When we heard that a moment ago, that should have have grabbed you as one of the most outlandish things you've ever heard in your life. You know why? Because it's one of the most outlandish things you've ever heard in your life. And then we come in here, we tell this story, and we say, this is an invitation to peace. How about this? Allow your heart to be at peace today. Picture along with the early church in Rome that drew inspiration from the scriptures that we now know as the book of Romans to live in harmony with one another no matter what. To say out loud as a part of our life together, welcome one another just as Christ has welcomed you. How about this? Allow your heart to be at peace today. Sing along with Psalm 72, one of our ancient hymns. Sing about what Psalm 72 sings about. Defended poor people at peace. Needy people delivered into peace and oppressors no longer oppressing, but instead the Christ who brings peace. And then the big one. How about this? Our hearts can be at peace today because we know why we're here. We are here today to prepare the way of the Lord. This is a path, and it's a path of repentance, it's a path of hope and it is a path of peace. How much preparation are you doing this season? Preparing your schedule, the house, the decorations, parties, dinners. But what about your heart, your mind, your soul? What are you doing? To prepare your heart this month. Dear Lord, accept our worship this morning as we prepare our hearts. In the name of Jesus, Amen.